welcome to the 28 Day Us Later podcast. My name's Steve Wharton. Together with Natalie Wilson and Johnny Campbell, plus a few other guest presenters that we've got lined up, we'll be embarking on a journey around the north of England, celebrating its landscape, nature and heritage. Going through the access point to Sustrans Cycleway 71. I'm doing my first bit of mountain biking in about 10 years now. They can seem such free and easy places, designed for stretching your legs either by pushing pedals or getting a stomp on. And yet many of the cycle tracks that we enjoy using were often the result of backbreaking labour as poorly paid navvies dug and shifted the earth around so railway tracks could be laid. I'm on the first part of the coast-to-coast cycle route that runs from Whitehaven to Tynemouth. With plenty of access points, this route gets lots of use, not just by the committed coast-to-coasters, but families too, on foot, on bikes, with dogs, with prams. The first 10 miles is smooth track that sweeps up from the Irish Sea. It goes through a housing estate and then follows the old track of the Whitehaven Cleeter and Egremont Railway. Occasionally, tree tunnels open up to reveal the fell side before you're encased in Hawthorne once more. Under bridges, past defunct platforms, quirky sculpture posts and well-preserved pieces of heritage too. The original railway opened in 1857 to serve the iron ore mines and ironworks of West Cumbria. The earth in most places along the track is stained red by the iron. At Cleeter Moor, the Montreal pit had a unique claim. It was the only mine in Britain from which both coal and iron ore were drawn through one shaft. It was worked from 1862 to 1918. Millen poet Norman Nicholson wrote an ode to its heyday and its decline. Part of it's inscribed in a sandstone bench at the side of the cycle path. From one shaft at Cleeter Moor, they mined for coal and iron ore. This harvest below ground could show black and red currents on one tree. In furnaces they burnt the coal, the ore was smelted into steel, and railway lines from end to end corseted the bulging land. The pylons sprouted on the fells, stakes were driven in like nails, and the ploughed fields of Devonshire were sliced with the steel of Cleetermore. The land waxed fat and greedy too, it would not share the fruits it grew, and coal and ore, as slow and plum, lay black and red for jamming time. The pylons rusted on the fells, the gutters leaked beside the walls, and women searched the ebb-tide tracks for knobs of coal or broken sticks. But now the pits are weak with men, digging like dogs dig for a bone. For food and life we dig the earth, in Cleeter Moor they dig for death. Every wagon of cold steel is fire to drive a turbine wheel, every knuckle of soft ore a bullet in a soldier's ear. The miner at the rock face stands, with his segged and bleeding hands, heaps on his head the fiery coal, and feels the iron in his soul. In the late 1800s, the tolls for bringing rolling stock through Hensingham, now a neighbourhood of Whitehaven, were increased. The owners of the mines, the iron masters, were incensed. They refused to pay. They built their own line instead, from Rowra to Workington and on to Scotland. The dogleg through Carlisle was then deemed to take too long, so they built a viaduct, 
a railway line stretching across the Solway Firth on cast iron columns. Despite the money thrown at the viaduct, it wasn't strong enough to stand up to repeated batterings from ice flows that formed in the bay. Although passenger services were withdrawn in the 1930s, parts of the Whitehaven, Cleeter and Agrament line remained open for commercial use until the 1980s. After that, Sustrands and their partners were able to regenerate the 10-mile stretch from Whitehaven to Kirkland and an offshoot to Egremont too as a cycle track. In 2019, I was commissioned to create a Halloween treasure hunt along the cycle path. I wrote a piece of online storytelling that would lead participants to clues, but I wanted to dig deeper into the folklore that would have surrounded these tracks, the tracks of the Iron Masters. I started with one irrefutable fact in folklore, that iron can be used to ward off fairies. <laughs> 150 years ago, the rail tracks running through Cleetamore, Frisington and Rowra encountered very, very strange problems. With the hustle and bustle of more and more engines and their trucks carrying iron ore and coal from the mines, the rails began to vibrate. They vibrated with such ferocity along long stretches of tracks that they caused a magnetic disturbance between the rails. As autumn sets in, the skin between our world and that one down there gets thinner. So thin and weak that especially around Halloween, it can be torn. It was first noticed when passengers along the track started to see snakes' heads poking up through the floors of the carriages snapping at their shoes, even biting off a few toes. <laughs> As the skin tore more, out through the holes crept fairies, small, mischievous, and eager to have fun at human expense. But fairies are scared of iron. That's the reason why you see horseshoes hung on doors, why knives are often buried under doorsteps. As the problems with fairies got worse, the need for more iron grew. The Iron Masters rubbed their hands with glee and thought of the profits. More iron meant more trains. More trains, more vibrations on the rails. More vibrations meant bigger fairies, bigger problems, and a bigger market for the iron. It was the miners who found a solution. Learned how to heal the skin, how to keep the fairies and whatever else was coming through locked in their world. But now it's happening again. Although the rails are gone, the scars of the earth are still there. The fairies are picking away at the scabs from the inside, wanting to break through. I've tracked down some clues. You'll find them in the trees, bridges and caves around the cycle track. You need to collect as many as you can, but watch out. As you travel along these paths, you will be watched, spied upon by agents of the Iron Masters. They stand to profit once more and might try to stop you by fair means or foul. <laughs> There's a few places along the cycle path that have got bird boxes. And the one at Yatos Station, just outside of Frisington, which is a fair walk, you know, from the town, that seems to get a fresh coat of paint every year. So good for you, whoever's doing that. The cycle path deviates a little bit now as we go, go around the back of Raura. Stops following the old track come through a little bit of woodland which goes past some flooded mines by the looks of it. Danger! Keep out! Deep cold water! 
Yeah, not tempting, mate. Not even on a hot day like this. Ooh. Definitely looks like you might find Ginny Green Teeth or Nelly Long Arms in there, ready to grab anybody that gets a bit too close to the edge. It's changed a bit in a month since I was last down here. The primroses were going wild then, but they've all died back now. Looks like there's some hawthorn out. Just coming up to a great bit of dry stone wall in here. It folds like the like layers of the of the earth's crust. Get to a bridge. Tramway intersection bridge one. Remembering John Naylor, the plaque says, who built this path. Rowra and Keltonfell Railway. So Cletamose, four miles behind us. Kirkland, the end of this bit of path, one and a quarter miles ahead. When I get here, I normally go into stealth mode because just up in front of me, there's a bend in the path where there's often a little red squirrel. And then just beyond the squirrel, is a great place for gathering slows. Just bathed in green and dappled sunlight right now. Being assaulted by birdsong. With thousands of kilometers of disused track around Britain, you probably won't have to go far to find some. Those that have been developed as cycle tracks are a great place to let your mind wander as your feet do the same. Immerse yourself in the histories of these places, whether real or imagined. Thank you for listening to the first episode of the 28 Dales Later podcast. We'll release a new one each week, and you can also find our blogs and photographs on Facebook. Go to facebook.com slash 28 Dales Later.